Welcome to This Week in Engineering. I'm Jim Anderson, Multimedia Content Director at Engineering.com. On today's episode, Diesel Scandal Strike Back, Drone Tanker Makes History, and Is Keystone XL Dead Forever? Today's episode is brought to you by Engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on Engineering.com TV today. The Volkswagen diesel emissions cheating scandal will have moved a step closer to final resolution this week, with VW's supervisory board announcing an agreement with former chairman Professor Martin Winterkorn. Winterkorn has agreed to pay VW compensation of 11.2 million euros in connection with his responsibility for the falsification of diesel emissions test results. The board also approved an agreement with Ford or Audi chairman Rupert Stadler, who will pay VW 4.1 million euros, former Audi board member Dr. Stefan Nirsch, who will pay a million euros, and former Porsche board member Wolfgang Hatz, who will remit 1.5 million euros. The Volkswagen Supervisory Board began its investigation into what the firm calls the diesel crisis, and in March decided to make claims for damages against the former executives because of breach of their duties of care as directors under German corporate law. The Supervisory Board did not identify any breaches of duty by other members of the Group Board of Management. Like most firms, VW carries directors and officers liability insurance, and DNO Insurance will pay Volkswagen 270 million euros to clear the matter. The legal review of VW's liability claims are stated by the company to be the most complex and comprehensive investigation carried out in German economic history. The former Volkswagen executives accepted the terms without acknowledging a legal obligation to do so. One holdout is former Audi board member Professor Ulrich Hackenberg, and the supervisory board of Audi has indicated that legal action against Professor Hackenberg can be expected. While formal responsibility for the former VW Group executives has not been admitted, the very unusual step of rendering large payments to the company may have the dual effect of isolating current VW management from key players in the diesel scandal and effectively wrapping up the matter, while setting a precedent for tough action against malfeasance in the boardroom. Aerial refueling has been an essential part of military aviation since the 1950s. The US military uses two systems, Flying Boom, favored by the US Air Force, and Probe and Drogue, the choice of the Navy. Now, Probe and Drogue has several advantages for naval aviation, a major one being its suitability for smaller, carrier-capable aircraft. Using the Probe and Drogue system, Boeing has announced a world first. A drone aerial tanker has refueled a manned combat aircraft, an FA-18. The drone, an MQ-25 Stingray test vehicle, used a standard Navy-issued pod-mounted refueling system, something the Navy calls an aerial refueling store. Aerial refueling is hazardous, requiring close coordination between two aircraft that must be flown in very close formation. In this case, the FA-18 test pilot maneuvered as close as 20 feet from the Stingray, successfully coupled the Hornet's refueling probe with the drone's trailing drogue, and received fuel. Speeds and altitudes were not released, but were described as operationally relevant. The test article has been used for 25 prior test flights, backed up by extensive simulation of air-to-air -air refueling using digital models of the Stingray system. When the current refueling tests are completed, the aircraft will be shipped to Norfolk, Virginia for deck handling trials aboard a Navy carrier later in the year. The test asset will be followed by seven test aircraft Boeing is building under a 2018 contract. The MQ-25 is intended to eventually take over the tanking role currently performed by FA-18s, freeing Hornets and pilots for attack roles. With reconnaissance drones now common, and now tankers going autonomous, will pilots become obsolete on Navy carriers? Well, no one is predicting that yet, but just as FA-18s use buddy tanking systems to extend range, it's not hard to imagine drones performing extended range strike missions. The Biden administration promised it. 
Many were skeptical, but it has actually happened. The massive Keystone XL pipeline project slated to bring Canadian petroleum from the province of Alberta southward to American refineries is dead. Calgary-based TC Energy Corporation made the announcement this week in consultation with project partner, the Government of Alberta. Construction activities were suspended on January 20th with the revocation of the project's presidential permit, as promised by Joseph Biden during the presidential campaign. TC Energy's official withdrawal from the project comes after a legal challenge by a 21-state group led by Texas and Montana, who sued President Biden, alleging that he lacked the authority to cancel the large project without state approval. The suit, led by Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton and Montana Attorney General Austin Knudsen, also argued that Biden lacked the power to act unilaterally without congressional approval. The project would have moved 800,000 barrels a day of oil sands-derived petroleum from Alberta to the Steel City, Nebraska hub, where the oil could be distributed to refineries nationwide, particularly the major facilities on the Gulf Coast. The project has been on again, off again for a decade. In 2011, Congress mandated President Obama to render a final decision on the project, which he cancelled in 2015. Trump reinstated approval for the project shortly after his election the following year. Does this mean that the Keystone XL project is finally dead? With the withdrawal of the major project developers on the Canadian side of the border, and Paris climate change commitments hanging in the balance, it seems unlikely that Canadian crude will be flowing to U.S. refiners. How that oil will get to market, and to whom, however, is an open question. Well, that's it for this week's episode of This Week in Engineering. To check out these podcasts as videos, visit engineering.com TV. If you like this show, consider joining engineering.com to get personalized story recommendations, follow the topics you care about, and participate with the global engineering community. Thanks for tuning in.